Welcome to another episode of Base News Network. I am Sophie, aka Genovarka, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Punk Revolution Now, aka Kayo. Say hi, Kayo. Hello. Um, we have a very dramatic, spicy episode for you all, covering lots of drama, some tea, some <laughs> you know, there's 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 a lot to lot to learn from this episode, so I hope you all enjoy it. I'm just going to um, go ahead and say, can I just start by, can I start by giving a trigger warning? Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so I'm going to, okay. So trigger warning to everybody. Um, so basically Taylor Swift is explicitly endorsing um, racism, misogyny, Islamophobia, and anti-Semitism because she is officially 100% without a doubt dating Maddie Healy and is officially 100% endorsing all the horrible things he has said in the past five months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. So he's trolling, but... That was the trigger. That was just a trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. So... All right. all right. So yeah, so apparently Taylor Swift is dating maddie healy and i want to say first this is not confirmed it was the story broke from the sun which is a tabloid it's not the greatest source when it comes to to news so you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt and i think i saw recently that like people also reported on it people is also not the greatest source of news as we know but we got people and the sun reporting and we also have um photographs of Maddie Healy attending a Taylor Swift show and he also opened for I don't know if it was the same show or not but he opened with uh, Phoebe Bridgers as well so now he's roping Phoebe Bridgers into all this drama but anyway mm. um it is unclear if they're actually dating but that's kind of what the streets are saying that's like the rumors that are going around and a lot of people are upset about it because uh, Maddie Healy is known to have said a lot of like racist, Islamophobic, or like, or just like kind of done some sus stuff when it comes to like. <laughs> yeah, and, and and to be clear, I don't know if we if we mentioned this just so everybody who doesn't know, Maddie Healy is the front man of the band the the nineteen seventy five, and and another thing too, I think worth worth you know throwing out here, this is not like Maddie Healy going back to 2013 used to say some pretty edgy stuff but now he that's all in the past this is literally like four months ago maddie healy has actually he's always been a little bit edgy but he's actually bumped up the edginess with some pretty explicit I know, like he, it's strange he did like a nazi salute on stage he's posted he some thank Islamophobic. you very, thank you kanye very cool then yeah. i did the salute and he went on the Adam Friedland show, which is, um, you know, a, a show that's quite edgy. It's AKA Come Town. AKA Come Town. You know, the hosts are, you know, left wing, but they kind of do these edgy racist accents or whatever. And, you know, I, I feel like the vibe of the, the Adam Friedland slash Come Town show is you go on the show the the hosts do these edgy things and then the the guests are supposed to cringe and be uncomfortable because the racism is uncomfortable but that instead awful. you have but yeah <laughs> instead you have Maddie Healy who is somehow even more racist than the come town hosts who are like ch like cheering them on encouraging yeah. them, to, them to get even and more racist 
Yeah, and reportedly the episode was actually taken down by Spotify and Apple Podcasts because it was so racist. That's what I saw on Twitter. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So somehow was, he's. I I list. There's clips of it. There's like a whole Twitter thread. If you just like search Maddie Healy like thread, you'll find it. Um, and I mean, he was making fun of Asian people's accents. He also was saying some like gross stuff about Ice Spice, and he was also talking about like. Um, I'm not going to say this because it's a podcast, but he was saying some gross stuff about women sexually. That's kind of made me uncomfortable, honestly. And let's remember, guys, like just months ago, he was like making out or like kissing like girls at the con. Like he'd like pick a girl to ki- sometimes a guy and like pick one of them to kiss at his shows. And it was just really kind of cringe. Um, yeah. yeah. So and and yeah, we're, we're not. Yeah, this is I mean, we could go on and on. But yeah, I just want to clarify that this stuff literally was this is the timeline. Maddie Healy does a bunch of racist stuff in February. In April, Taylor Swift breaks up with her boyfriend of six years. And in May, we're getting a barrage of rumors that they're dating. So this is like, you know, like this is, it sounds like every Taylor Swift's worst nightmare. Yeah, Swifties are probably crying themselves to sleep right now. And if I were a Swifty, I probably would be crying as well, but I'm not. So I I feel kind of distanced from the situation, luckily. But it is important to note that they actually did date in 2014 anyway. That's what I'm pretty sure. I read some articles about it, but, you know, who knows? Like, I know the reporting on this stuff can be kind of, like, dubious and um, questionable. But, um... So they do, like, have sort of a history with each other. You can find photographs of them, like, from, like, you know, the years past. So it is strange. I mean, six years is a long time. And then to to go straight to, if this is true, to, you know, go straight to Maddie Healy, it's a, it's a big leap. And I'm surprised, like, if this is true, of course, from a public, re- I mean, but even having him play at her show from a public relations standpoint isn't very smart. And I'm, I'm kind of questioning like what she's thinking in this is she like maybe she thinks like okay like i have so many fans i don't like i'm untouchable like i don't mm. know what the, you know what i mean like it's like hmm. like it's not a smart thing to do pub pr wise well it sounds like uh taylor swift is just coming go going mask off alt-right trump supporter <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's what it is. Real women vote for Trump. Yeah, we don't need she, no Taylor Swift was. Um, she wrote that song. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes, Taylor Swift was uh, browsing Twitter and saw Elon Musk post a bunch of racist stuff and was like, "Oh, okay, this sounds interesting." And then she saw Maddie Healy and she's like, "Oh, okay, this sounds interesting." And then she, oh, um, God, no. she was she was indoctrinated by she was indoctrinated by the alt right internet yeah. pipeline. I don't know. I mean, I'm honestly hoping it's not true because. That would be cringe if they dated. Like, I would just wouldn't like that. And, like, I feel bad for Swifties, you know? Even though Swifties have been mean to me in the past, I still have a lot of empathy for them. The, the strange thing is, is, like, Maddie Healy, I'm looking at the stuff he's posting. You know, I... The things he's posting are just not funny at all. Like, they are literally, know, they remind I me know. of, like, literally 4chan, 15-year-old like humor. Like, 14-year-old boy humor, like, yeah, from, like, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 like, it's, like, it's not even, like, witty edginess. It's just, like, no, very no, it's childish just, it's just like, edginess. 
it's so unappealing. Like, I yeah. I feel bad for the 1975 fans, you know? Like, I just feel bad. Like, like he's yeah. just so... I don't know. He just rubs me yeah. the wrong way. So I hope they aren't dating because that would be not cool. Um, not sure what Taylor... Maybe she's just, like, so consumed with, with like, love for him that she's, like, willing to overlook his racism and all Well, this, uh, he was doing the racist things while she was still dating someone else, you know? Like, she yeah, has no, a lot of Yeah, no, I know, I know, but just, like, here. maybe... Right, but maybe she, like, even despite knowing that history, like, or maybe she doesn't even know. I mean, she probably knows if she's dating him. But despite all that history, right, like, maybe she's willing to overlook it because that's how like madly in love she is with him you know what i mean like she's like oh i like i know this is bad pr wise i know everyone's gonna hate us but like i can't stop myself because i'm like in love with you that kind of thing which is i don't know i mean i feel like that's kind of ridiculous but um i really don't know like what she's thinking what her team is thinking here it almost makes me feel like it's so crazy that it just can't be true you know like i kind of think it can't be true but i don't know it's like it's, it's, I don't know. It, it, it could be true. It could be true. I just, like, it just seems so, like, unwise, like, not wise for Taylor to do. All right. You know? So I, I just, I had a tweet idea while you were talking. I said, the next, <laughs> I said, the next Taylor Swift album is going to be black metal. Because black Ooh, metal is a genre oh that God. attracts a lot of racist musicians. Like a lot of so, I'm. It's just yeah, a, little, so, a little music. I nerd hope joke. that's not the case. I hope that Taylor Swift doesn't become like super edgy. I, I mean, I doubt that would happen, but I don't know. I don't want it to be true just because it's it's kind of icky, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, we're, we'll talk more about this later in the episode. But just after seeing like Elon Musk go on a barrage of explicitly racist tweets, we don't want any more ruling class popular influential people who are dominating the news to be that's true racist. we've got enough that's of that. true we're it's actually it. concerning like and we're already like the transphobia is disgusting and scary and that's coming from elon too like we're at a level of like like intense bigotry right now in this country so we've got bigotry we don't need fatigue. any more of that we're exhausted huh? from it i said we've got bigotry fatigue we're like exhausted we from it. And, and you know what you know like things are it's just I was just, you know, we're not going to talk about it in the podcast, but just, there, you know, also in the news in Texas, there were, you know, multiple massacres over the weekend. Not not saying there's a direct link. I mean, there, there's a direct link there between, like, racism. I mean, there might be, actually. I don't even know. The point it is, could is be. Yeah, I don't know we're just freaking exhausted. We want some good news, so maybe we should turn the page on Taylor Swift, the alt-right frog. To the Met Gala. <laughs> to the, the Met Gala, the Metaverse Gala. All right, before we move into the Met Gala topic, I do want to say, because I made the joke about Taylor Swift making black metal, There's, I, I think a lot of black metal is actually very good, and there's a lot of black, the vast majority of black metal, well, maybe not the vast majority, the majority of black metal is made by people who are very left-wing and very progressive and very anti-racist. So I just wanted to say that just in case there's any black metal creators or listeners. Okay, whatever. I, I, I'm like more sensitive. I'm like more sensitive to like black metal listeners than, Taylor Swift than I fans. am to like Taylor Swift fans. All right. Well, I mean, honestly. Sorry yeah. about that. No worries. That's all right. Well, we, we do a lot of disclaimers on this podcast. So we, we want to, we're a nuanced 
CNN tier podcast. Speaking of CNN, right? So the Met Gala, we we went through all of the like top top looks from the Met Gala 2023 articles. Like we looked through everything, and the most reliable, best source we could possibly find is, of course, our 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 favorite uh, um, contemporary CNN. So thanks, CNN, for this epic article. We're going to be going through CNN's top uh, Metagala looks of 2023, and we're going to just very quickly share our thoughts on them. So, Wait, can I just take a moment to say that CNN.com slash style is like, it's a pretty nice website. Like, it's we're, actually I'm, I'm good. Looking through this, no, it's actually good. I'm like, I like it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not joking. We're looking through. They've got good photos. The web layout looks good. Like, we it, big photos. So we're not kidding, folks. CNN has taken the cake here for yeah. If you want the up, if and if I, you want to to know what's in the in the know mm-hmm. of fashion, CNN CNN.com slash style for real. And I mean, I love fashion journalism and like. I follow a lot of fashion journalists and stuff, so this is this is no joke, guys. I'm not I'm not even trolling. We we were like you know CNN equals liberal epic, you know like that is true. CNN, if you're listening, please please give Sophia a job or an internship <laughs> they, as a, a fashion journalist. Oh my god, you're the best boyfriend um, ever. Oh my god. At cnn.com/style. Thank you, my, Kyle. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna bookmark cnn.com/style. Thank this you. Is where Thank I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be dressing directly from according to what cnn.com/style says. <laughs> oh, that'd be a funny video. CNN that'd be a funny video dressing like CNN yeah. style for a week. Oh god. Okay. Yeah, just. Well. All right. So Met Gala. So do you got you got the article up? I've got it up. All right. So first, first up, we're just gonna kind of run through this in like ten minutes, and we'll we'll get through some stuff. Um, first up is Penelope Cruz. What do you think? Wait, let, um, wait, wait, wait. Let's just preface this. The Met Gala theme is Carl Lagerfeld. He was the creative director of Chanel for many, many years. He also created Fendi. Um, so he's kind, he's like kind of a fashion legend, right? He's known for mm. his like crazy white hair and a ponytail. He's dead now. He died recently. Um, and he has like wore like black sunglasses. He has like a very iconic look. He's also famous for having like, a pet cat. Um, and he's kind of controversial because uh, he has made some like kind of racist fat fo- oh, oh my god! All these people oh, are Taylor crazy. Swift. Oh, no, actually, sorry. We've moved on to the Met Gala topic now. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, there's, like, yeah, he's, there, there's, like, a whole can of worms as, like, the, the Met Gala being, like, kind of sus for mm. having him as a theme. I don't really know. I don't like what he said and stuff, but, I mean, I don't know. They're also kind of, like, honoring Chanel, and, I mean, Coco Chanel was also, like, a Nazi, so it's it's kind of sus, but, like, that's the theme this year. So let's let's get into the looks. First up, we have P- Penelope Cruz. She's wearing archival Chanel bridal, and she actually was a brand ambassador for Chanel. What do you think of this? Um, <laughs> it's I like it. I'm not I, I you know I wouldn't go. I'm not crazy about it. I'm not crazy about it. I kind of like the veil though. It's an interesting choice, the veil here. I, I got those big pieces of jewelry on it. You know, yeah. it's it's cool. It's just not something I feel like the most memorable, brilliant. No, you know? no, definitely not. It's it's nice. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Now we got we got Doja Cat. All right. Doja what do you Cat. think of Doja Cats? Um, 
Well, you know, it's definitely one of the most memorable outfits of the entire uh, event. With the, mm-hmm. I think l- it's kind of cool that she wore prosthetics on her face. Yeah, she really transformed into a, a cat for this, and I do. I, I kind of like it. I kind of don't. I don't know. I I don't think it looks very. It doesn't look beautiful or very good. I it feels a I like little the, bit. I mean, I like the train is like kind of pretty, like the flower. Like, yeah, no, I think the dress is really pretty. I just feel like even though the look is memorable, I don't think it's necessarily like it's a. It's just a little bit gimmicky. It's like it's, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's memorable, but not necessarily memorable because it's outstandingly beautiful, and it's more so memorable just because it's kind of a gimmick. I s- yeah, but I like the you know take on Catwoman kind of like it's kind of fun. I like cats. Yeah, it's a so fun. It's, it's fun. It's fun. I like it. I think it's probably one of the better ones up there anyway. I agree. I agree. Next, we got basically an anime character, my doppelganger, Jenna Ortega. Um, What do you you think of this? I almost like, it's so funny to me because like, this looks like a cosplay, right? Like this looks like a cosplay. I think she knows what she's doing with this. I think she knows like that it's very Wednesday, so I, I yeah, get it. Yeah, exactly. Like she, she, she knows that her fans. I kind of love the anime vibe. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's not I my like favorite the though. Yeah, yeah. It's not my favorite, but who's she wearing? Oh, Tom Brown. Yeah, it's it's all right. I it's not my favorite, but it's it's kind of fun. I um, think it's a I think it's a pretty gr- good idea that was like decently executed but not like amazingly executed yeah i agree i agree um okay then we got bad bunny he's got like this oh he's wearing jack moose okay um and so kyle you might be noticing that there's like a lot of this like white flower motif right yeah like so like chanel like and especially like um uh carl lagerford was like known for like that flower like white flower and like black and stuff like black Mm. and white was like kind of his signature color gotcha so like that's like gonna so there's gonna be like a lot of floral motifs and and a lot of pearls because coco chanel is known for pearls and stuff like that Mm. um so i actually really like this bad bunny i like it too and i'm actually gonna go ahead and say i actually not only do i like this outfit but i think i generally actually like bad bunny which you know i obviously yeah i don't really know a lot about him like i i know like i i've i've heard his music and like i know who he is yeah i i don't know what he's like as a person but he seems like pretty chill based on like what i've heard yeah i I like his like gender bending is kind of fun i'd say you know i'm gonna be honest it's kind of refreshing a little bit for like in a in the i feel like we've got this uh this is kind of a little bit off topic, but I feel like so much music that dominates the radio is so like one dimensional. And the fact that we've got like a, like a, like a Latin influenced reggaeton artist that's like all over the radio now, I think it's kind of refreshing. It's cool. Um, and he does seem like a very like chill, nice guy generally. I like his like like gender bending is kind of fun. I feel like he does it so much better than Harry Styles. Well, it's you know that's that's another thing is this is I, I feel like uh, there's more sincerity to it. It feels like I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you know in, in Latino culture there's a lot of and this is obviously a, a culture around the world, but I feel like in Latino culture there's a lot of like. Like machismo. Machismo, not wanting to come off as like girly and stuff like that. How is it in Brazil? 
Well, I'd say it's it's very much the same thing. It's very it's uh like I remember when uh I was and when I studied abroad in Argentina, I was hanging out with a group of guys and I accidentally referred to like a guy using like la, which is like the feminine the instead of l. And like all the guys like started like these were like men in their like late twenties. They all started making fun of their friend because I said la instead of l, which is like, oh, no. come on, y'all! Like it's I'm literally learning the language. Like you like they just have to like make fun of their friend for being girl. You know, just they they can't help it. Like it's part of the the humor there. And it's obviously you'll find the same thing in the United States and around the world. But and in Brazil, it's very similar. Um, it's I mean it's it's a very interesting. It's a very long, it's a very, we can go, we can go on, but long story short, I like this outfit. I agree. It's nice to see Bad Bunny kind of doing a creative thing that's also a little bit feminine and creative. Yeah, the camellia, like, flowers are really pretty, too. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a bride, but like a male bride. Kind of wow. Oh, I never thought of it that way, but that's a good observation. Doesn't he? He, he looks does. like a he male bride. He looks like, yeah, yeah. it's kind of slay, like. Yeah, cnn.com slash style with the, the freaking... They're they getting into it, they're, guys. They, they nailed the photograph choice. All these, right. are, these are great, great photos. So next we have Cardi B. I don't like it. Sorry. I don't like it. I feel like the flowers don't look very flowery. Mm. Yeah, I actually don't mind the flowers. I just don't like the like suit look. I think it's mm. kind of tacky. Yeah, and I don't yeah. like the hair and the like. I just think it's kind of tacky. I like the. I actually like the flowers though. I like that they're kind of hard to tell what they are. I think it would but look I just better. Don't like the top half of it. Yeah, I think it would look better if the whole thing was a flower dress instead of like the. Yeah, honestly. I'm gonna be honest this... though, so Okay, I think mm-hmm. this entire theme of like white black and white with the flowers and the pearls i understand like that's the theme i feel like it, the whole thing is just a little bit tacky though yeah that's a good point i mean sh- hmm. i feel like chanel is a little bit tacky and here yeah. i am here i am diving I into a topic th- i don't I know don't anything think about they are i All don't right. think they're that tacky but okay but it can be used in a tacky way, though. Okay, that's fair. Like, like, Ch- like Coco Chanel's whole thing was like less is more, mm. like, like, you know, like it, I don't know. It, it's a, it's definitely a mix, though. Like, I think like with luxury fashion in general, it's it's like already kind of ridiculous. Mm. So there's and the Mecca is already kind of ridiculous. I mean, the point is to be over the top, like kind. I mean, that's not necessarily true. It's it's like you're wearing couture, right? You're like wearing like more experimental fashion so people it's more fun when people take risks and like go all out i just don't like this i don't really like the like i don't know it just reminds me of like an anime cosplay but like gone wrong so not my favorite thing yeah Um, that's what i was thinking too it kind of reminds me of a less (laughs) like it's like a less appealing kind of flavor of the jenna ortega take yeah yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) hmm Yeah, so that was that was <laughs> bless you. So that was me doing a huge mansplain by me literally yes. never seeing Ch- Chanel ever. It's and fun. Then I, it's fun. And then I look in and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna tell the whole everybody that it's this okay, entire Kyle. thing is no, don't, tacky. Don't limit yourself. Don't limit right. yourself. Next right. one we have Gigi Hadid. I don't like it. Hmm. Um, I don't like it. Um, I think the tr- the the trail like the train is kind of pretty. It's Givenchy. Yeah. I was going to um, say that's the only like thing I like much. about it. Yeah, Jay. exactly. I mm. think I think uh KK Kwan looks good. He's oh. a, he's wearing Dior. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't 
no, Sorry, no, no, I'm trying it's to good. move through them a little faster. Okay, so. okay. I like this. Well, 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 we're doing fine, but I, okay. I really like the gloves here. I like mm-hmm. like the leather gloves and the like ring, and I love the Christian Dior like like kind of um, mm. brooch on the tie. I think it's really fun and like he he looks great, and he's like definitely channeling Carl with the like glasses. I think yeah. he looks great, honestly. Like I really like this for a man. Like men usually don't try that hard at the Met Gala, so I. Even though it's pretty simple, like I think he really did a good job. Subtle, but tasteful. He looks he looks good. Exactly. We got the Kardashians. It's not. I don't like them. I don't. I like. I don't like their looks this time around. Um, I think like, yeah. I just don't. I don't really see the Carl like. I see like I see it in Kendall and Kim, but not in. Ky- I don't really see it in Kylie. Like I don't mm-hmm, see how mm-hmm. hers is on theme. Yeah, no. that's that's a little uncomfortable because everybody's wearing all black and white throughout this whole show and then she's yeah. wearing red like I co- mean there are people wearing color like for mm-hmm. sure but like th- it, this just feels so like not Chanel. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. So it's just not it's kind of boring and not that cool. So Yeah, yeah. And then we have uh Pedro Pascal um, I look at this description here. The internet's quote daddy wore Valentino pairing black shorts with a long red coat. Okay, so basically CNN called Pedro Pascal daddy. So I don't know what to think about that. Um, mm. I really, I've, I'm gonna come out with a hot take, and that is I really don't like the internet's obsession with him. Like, not that there's nothing wrong with him or anything. Like, he seems chill. Like, he's really nice to his sister who's trans. Like, he seems nice, like a nice guy. I just, like, I don't know. I find it really cringe how everyone's, like, obsessing over him and, like, calling him daddy and, like, being, he's so hot. Like, it's just, like, weird. I don't like it. And the the thing with this outfit is it's, I think this outfit is very sexual because... Yeah, he's, like, showing his leg off. It's kind of, like... It kind of reminds it's me like of like a, kind of like flasher, a woman showing her leg. You know, off. Like, it, yeah. like he's wearing oh, a trench coat. Like the coat. trench coat. He's opening and he's wow. opening his trench coat a little bit to show you his leg. And the the mm. red the red is like a bold sexual color also. It's like, a sexual color. So <gasps> I feel like he's leaning oh into Oh my god, you should be a you should be a fashion journalist, Kyle. Thank you. See, I, I know what I'm talking oh about. Oh my god. So it just kind of feels That's a, like no, a seriously, it's a great analysis, seriously. Um yeah, it, it almost looks like something out of Tom of Finland, like yeah. erotica. So I completely agree. I get I'm a little tired of everybody being super horny on the internet for Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And then the fact I that agree. he's like addressing the horniness with a horny outfit. I mean, outfit there's really just... nothing wrong with him. Like he seems nice yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's just it's just like the fa- it's like is that oh. one meme where it's like the fandom, the fandom. Sophie and I watched the first episode of The Last of Us. It's not that good. Okay. Let's just say we did not watch the second one. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, right. Rihanna had two looks. I like them. I think she looks good. She's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the glasses. I think they're kind of fun with like the lash, like the lashes on them. Mm-hmm. I think she looks pretty. She looks like a bride. I love this um, outfit. Yeah, I love the. I really like the flowers. Are like very like the flowers like really replicate the Chanel flower really well. So I like that too. So is so I see. So she has she can like put the flowers on and take it off. Is that kind of what's going on? I don't know if these are t- actually. I think these are. Mm, I don't know if these are different or not. Yeah, um, it's hard. Also, to Carl Lagerfeld is known for his brides, so like having bridal shows or like bride, like like finishing a show with a bride. Oh, um, I see. so these are two so different looks at the same event. 
I yeah so yeah people okay. sometimes wear multiple looks okay. um if they're really extra and obviously like, Rihanna is like kind of known as like the queen of the Met Gala so she's gotcha. gonna do that stuff you know um I actually prefer the look here where we get to where she's not covered completely in flowers and we get to see a little bit more for like yeah. body honestly um, yeah yeah I I actually I kind of like her covered up more but that's just me I, I like like a more like weird looking fashion well that's a good that's a good sign if you get two looks and people can have their own decision yeah. rather than one obviously being 10 times better than the other you know mm-hmm. so it's like you did a good right. job on both so right. should we do five more maybe let's just do let's just do five more Three oh my more. goodness this okay. is a long article i didn't realize yeah we're not gonna do it all because there's too many right, five I, I, more. it'd be so fun to go through it all though because kyle yeah. you're really insightful i like i really love your commentary this is so fun okay <laughs> good good um okay young miami i don't know who that is you i don't i obviously know who and diddy okay so i don't like this really i I think i think diddy's is kind of epic like he he really went hard like he went off diddy looks like like, it's like so intense it's kind of funny diddy looks like oh like the the final boss in like a like a Japanese role playing video game. Yeah, he like, does. He, he looks, looks like he's about yeah, to pull out a sword. He looks like he means business. Yeah, he looks um, he looks pretty cool. So I, I I'll give him. You know what? Men don't try that hard. So I'll, I'll give him like I I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Uh, we got Olivia Rodrigo. I, I really <laughs> like this. I like it. I like it too. I was just gonna say I forgot Olivia Rodrigo existed. <laughs> No, this is a great. Yeah. This is a great look. I don't mean to. I like her. her. She's but... like channeling Audrey Hepburn with the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's really. I love the flowers and the lines. Is this Schiaparelli? Oh no, it's Tom Brown. It looks like Margiela too. I love the earrings. Um, mm-hmm. they're kind of hip- hypnotizing. I like how they <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Complement the, the dress like, well. I love the black and white flowers. I think it looks mm-hmm. really cool. I think she looks good. I agree. All right. And then maybe maybe our got... favorite look so far. What's my favorite look so far? I was say, I was well yeah let's yeah, well, I was gonna say maybe Olivia. We actually Rodrigo. we haven't got we haven't gotten to my favorite look yet, which is my favorite. My favorite looks. I'll I'll say that after we go through. Like, All right, one right. two more. Yeah. Okay. Let's go Anne, Hath- Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. So she's doing like so Chanel is like known for like their tweed suits. You know, this is yeah. a Versace. So this is like kind of fun because like it's Versace like combined mm. with Chanel. Um, I love Anne Hathaway. Sorry. Sorry about it. Um, I think she slays. Like, I want to look like her when I'm older. Not that no she need to say she's old. Not to say she's old, but she slays. Um, um, I, like the, I, like, I like it. I like it. I like the, like, safety pin sort of thing going on. It's fun. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I like the, like, combination of the tweed. Like, Chanel's known for the tweed suit, like, mm-hmm. like skirt suit. Like, you know, you know, Jackie Kennedy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, who like you know her outfit that she wore um no during the jfk's assassination oh yeah, yeah that was yeah. chanel oh wow terrible yes terrible moment all right beautiful moment just kidding beautiful moment in history <laughs> yeah pink chanel. chanel it's her pink chanel suit so that's like kind of like what you know the, the okay. tea as in and then the, gotcha. the the next okay the final one we'll really talk about is like the the lizzo what do you think all right uh, uh, eh, meh. i don't have much to say about it <laughs> yeah I, I don't love it i don't love it i don't really like how like the like 
pearls like go on the black it just doesn't look yeah that good at, i like her earrings though those are really pretty those are chanel earrings i, think. I like her hair i like her makeup i like her sh- yeah her boots. hair is really pretty i just don't like the pearls on the black that like that i don't know why like yeah i wish there was like something like making it more cohesive yeah yeah and like yeah this, um as far as like yeah but like i would say my favorite look was probably from uh oh what's her name uh, Alexa Chung. Do you know Alexa Chung? No. Um, she's like a she's like kind of like a fashion icon from like the 2010s, maybe like early yeah 2010s. Do you know her? The reason I she really looks familiar. She so like when growing up, like I always read my mom's like fashion magazines, and she was like always in them. Like she's always like the style icon. Like she's like she's kind of like one. Like she was like an it girl. You know, like she was an mm, it girl. Gotcha. Um, so, like, I really liked Alexa Chung's, like, maybe if I can do control F in this. Oh, she's not even in the article. What the f- okay. Hers C- was okay, my favorite. CNN. We take everything good back we said about CNN. <laughs> what did you think about, uh, Jared Leto's, like, furry outfit? Like, his, like, hat? I didn't like it. I didn't. I, I, Jared Leto is, like, creepy, guys. Like, let's, like, stop inviting him. Like, stop, guys. I mean, like, it's not even about, well, well, yeah, that's true. But also, I just, you know, like, I want to see a real, fr- like, if you're going to go to the Met Gala, like, don't Invite do gimmicks. Invite a real furry. Some, take, take a real. Wear a real yeah. fursuit. Real, a real. Stop fur- appropriating a culture that doesn't belong to you. I feel like it's just kind of like you're not even trying by just kind of forfeiting yeah, to this true. stupid gimmick. True. Like, it's like, okay, cool. You get all the headlines without actually trying, like. I yeah, feel like and I mean, he did another look, look too. He did like a, I think he did another oh, okay. look. But like, still though, like he's always doing stuff like this. It's just I, he, he makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So, there's something a little lazy about it. Not yeah. gonna lie, a little lazy. I would say though, like my two favorites are uh, besides Alexa Chung's is Anuk Anuk Yai. She's a model. She looked really cool. Like I don't know why this article doesn't show her full dress because it's really cool. And then I also liked um, Jenny from Blackpink's. Because that's a very classic Chanel look. I didn't realize there were so many looks at the Met Gala. Oh, there's so many. I mean, even I think FK Twigs look good, too. Uh, this could have been a whole episode, honestly, because there's so many like things to talk about here. I love fashion. Some like disappointments, for sure. Like I didn't really like Ice Spice's look. I wish she wore something else. Um, there's just so much to talk about here that I wish I could get into, but we can't. But DM me if you're curious and I'll tell you my thoughts. I don't know if anyone will DM, but yeah. Wow, all right. Yeah, I could tell when when the uh, when the Met Gala was getting started, I remember Sophie on the phone, you were like, I can't wait. And, yeah, uh, I love the Met Gala. I was really in, in high school, super into fashion. I still am, but like I was really into fashion in the sense that like I, I, I have a bunch of, like, high fashion books. Like, I have a ton of books about fashion. I read a lot of books. About, and I, like, watch so many YouTube videos. And, like, I'm, I know a lot, like, of designers and, like, creative directors and, like, fashion history and stuff. I really love that stuff. So I, like, was a – that was, like, my obsession in high school. So, like, I loved Met Gala. So it, it, it carries on, like, now into, like, me today. So I get excited about these things. Very epic. Already, ready to move on to our next topic. Unless there's yes. anything else you want to say. All right, let me. No, get the I, I think I then. went went off. <laughs> All right. So this next topic is about 
some drama that has unfolded regarding um, Freddie Gibbs and his ex-girlfriend, the Fit Mommy, as she's named on Twitter. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a, this is kind of a weird, interesting thing because you know that we we the headlines you know we were seeing were that Freddie Gibbs's ex, the Fit Mommy, has unraveled this Twitter th- thread. Um, unraveling accusations that basically she got pregnant with his baby and then he ghosted her which is kind of a half truth i don't know it's one of those situations where so it Freddie gets gibbs, crazy it gets a little crazy so freddie gibbs is a rapper uh, a very popular rapper right now um has released a lot of great albums collaborated with mad lib the legendary hip-hop producer on some stuff and the fit mommy is a porn star and freddie gibbs has always been supportive of her doing pornography obviously freddie gibbs the epic feminist supports sex workers like a boss (laughs) and well the fit mommy dropped this long twitter thread documenting their relationship for like a year and a half, two years, tons of screenshots of their text messages. Freddie Gibbs obviously madly in love with her. And what basically happens is, well, it seems throughout the relationship they're texting and Freddie Gibbs is obviously madly in love saying I, he, fant- he fantasizes about marrying her. He fantasizes about having a baby with her someday. All these you know, text messages, which I think, frankly, when you're madly in love in a relationship, you know, I think it's totally normal to fantasize about these things and send text messages. But, you know, there's a big difference between sending a text message saying, I uh, want to have a baby with you someday because I love you so much. And then the yeah, reality and like having a serious in, conversation. Like, about oh, it. I'm pregnant. Yes. So anyway, so. Yeah. So. so long so long story short they're very in love she ends up getting pregnant unplanned you know like it's like a surprise um whoops i got the pregnancy test says i'm pregnant um and freddie gibbs is from the text messages we're seeing his tone changes dramatically and he's like oh dang i gotta like sink let this sink in they're texting they just you know freddie gibbs says i'm not sure i want to actually go through with this i already have three kids He's, he says maybe, you know, she says she's open for, to having an abortion. He says maybe that's the best choice. She goes to the abortion clinic. She gets anxious, and I think she sees an ultrasound of the baby or something like that. I don't remember. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, I'm sure that's a very common experience, like people who, you know, want to terminate their pregnancy and then, like, see the ultrasound. Yeah. Like, I can yeah. see how that would be, like, a super emotional thing. Yeah, so she so she backs out and she says, she says I can't do it. I I saw she saw she said I saw our little baby moving around. I couldn't do do it. Um, and then, you know, she says basically, if you want me, if you still want me to have an abortion, this relationship is not going to continue. So it sounds like they had a, a breakup with like a lot of crying, and they went their separate ways. And well. It sounds like after they broke up, she's been still trying to get into contact with Freddie Gibbs, but Freddie Gibbs has not been responding. So, so she went on this big Twitter thread, you know, quote unquote, exposing him for, for um, ghosting her. 
um i don't know when i hear the term ghosting i think of like you're in a relationship with someone and then you break up by stop responding to them you know that's what i think of when i hear ghosting. when i think of ghosting it's it's like you're kind of like going on dates with someone and you aren't in a relationship yet and then like they like just stop talking to you yeah so when i see the headlines i think of that's how i think of it so when I when I see the headlines, Freddie Gibbs ghosts his pregnant ex girlfriend. I think of like literally, he finds out she's pregnant and then he just blocks her on everything, and that's that would be obviously a very awful thing to do. But when you actually look here, it seems a little bit more complicated. Like it seems like they verbally talked about this, they agreed on the breakup, and it does seem you know it's not cool to to you know if the person you have impregnated is reaching out to you to 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 and you're completely blocking exactly them, you know, that's like, not cool there's there's one thing like you know like of course like it, it's a really tough situation because he doesn't want to have the baby she does and they like loved each other definitely but like even if he doesn't want to be in that child's life, I mean, the least he can do is, like, just talk to her a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, just a little yeah. bit. That's his child at the end of the day. I know that, like, he doesn't want to accept that child. And I I don't know. It's a very personal decision. And it just seems like they both had, like, different views about, like, yeah, how they wanted to move forward. I'm sure this happens a lot. But Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Freddie Gibbs, know. obviously. It, he should. He probably should have talked to her a little bit. Yeah, he should have talked to her. They, sh- you know, like it, yeah, it seems like they did. They did talk extensively before breaking up. But like, yeah, like you should still be regularly communicating with the person who's about to have your baby. But there's right. a few things here that I think are a little bit problematic. Uh, you know, obviously Freddie Gibbs not handling the situation perfectly. But the fit mommy yeah. is also, you know, I think her coming out of the gate accusing him of of ghosting her accusing like saying she needs to show the world that you know that freddie gibbs is not behaving well but then you look through the twitter thread it's and and then she's and then the thing is is when she goes on this twitter thread um freddie gibbs blocked her on twitter and then she said let me see here she basically threatened to release a photo of a sensitive photo a sense a sensitive photo of his uh something Let's just say Freddie Gibbs has the nickname now on Twitter, Spready Gibbs. Um, <laughs> that was trending on Twitter, Spready oh Gibbs. Oh, my God. So you, uh, can, you can figure it out. But... Yeah, she, she mean, said... He, what did she say? She's like, I'm not going to do it, but she I said, could. She said, blocking me on Twitter while I have a picture of you spreading your blank in my phone is insane. I'm going to spare them that one, though. So, like, she's like, you know, so it's just not- kind of like immature yeah you know? i mean she, she so she says she's not gonna do it so that's that's good at least but still by yeah. like um saying that it exists is kind of like there's not a ton of difference there's a difference yeah. of, between saying it exists and like actually leaking it but it's still like very childish i agree very childish and also like of course she didn't do it yet or hasn't done it but like that's revenge porn if she does you know, like that's yeah. really messed up. Like to send a picture, like a sensitive photo, like expose. That's like illegal. That's not cool. It's literally illegal. So, mm-hmm. I to threaten to do. I mean, she kind of said she wouldn't do it. So, like, sorry. Did <laughs> you? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, she said she wouldn't do it. So that's good. But like, why is she like admitting? she do that like it just seems like not a good idea so yeah yeah and also i think you know she's saying that this child was planned 
But it's so disingenuous just to say, like I said, just because they were fantasizing earlier in the relationship about one day having a baby together and getting married doesn't mean when you get pregnant in an unplanned fashion, like they weren't like, we're going to conceive a child tonight. That doesn't mean yeah. that, like, you know, this is, you know, there's a, there's sure, a difference. Like, it c- I mean, there's probably some stuff that was going on, like, outside of the text messages, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I guess, like, it's hard to say, like, just based on the text messages alone. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe in real life they, like, had conversations about this stuff. I don't know. Like, serious conversations. But, I don't know. It just seems like there was, like, kind of, like, a miscommunication or, like, misunderstanding. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, they just had different like, perspectives on their future. Yeah. And it is um, completely true. You know, it's also well, how not long, good. They've been, like, together, like, one year, right? Like, I think kind it was of... closer to, like, a year and a half. Okay. So that's that's still really early to have a child with someone. Yeah. So it's, yeah. like... I mean, I do, I do see, tough. though, it, I could definitely see how it could be misleading for her. That yeah, she, definitely. That, like, that he kept... Because it was, it was text, something... He's, like, very, like... Yeah, and He's it's like, like over and, and over way, again. Like, like he should know better yeah. than to like you know he should know better yeah. than to mislead her. And then yeah. I could I could completely like I understand he was carried away and madly in love. That would so be heartbreaking. Yeah. So I think you know I think she she kind of came to this thread trying to like burn down Freddie Gibbs in a very dramatic fashion, mm-hmm. but frankly made both of them look like equally yeah. jackasses. Yeah, know, by, like, like to threaten like revenge porn is kind of messed up. So there's yeah, that. Yeah, and then th- throughout this Twitter thread, you know, I understand she's a porn star, but she does post kind of multiple posts in this Twitter thread of her like naked and stuff. And it's like, I don't see the point of that. What does that have to do with the, well, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it is a little bit strange. I think maybe like, I don't know, like, like the people reading that thread aren't like, consenting to seeing that i guess like she didn't like put a trigger warning or anything you know what i mean like so that was just kind of random mm-hmm. you know like there's no yep. like nsfw pick coming or you know what i mean like it, it it feels a little bit strange yeah yeah so i would say i am not trying to shame her or anything by the way and like yeah slut shaming th- or anything like that but um no it just it just seems like but to threaten like or revenge for her to say like a picture like that exists is just like really childish and wrong. So there's yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, there, it's I feel just, like there is a, a subtle, situation. it's like a subtle implication. Like, like, wow, I have this photo and I could do something if you and don't play And it's also like an me. embarrassing photo to have. Like it's, it's like, it, there's a big difference between that and then like the other kind of picture she could leak you know what i mean yeah like, yeah it's so like wait why, why did why did she send that, that photo to her like did you ask for that is that something you want to see oh, yeah, like, no. well i wonder <laughs> if it even exists is the thing like i don't know it could be like, a lie who yeah. knows what's going on like who it just knows hurts her credibility on. i mean look i it don't does. think she's i don't think anyone's lying here i think everything yeah no she's... i think they're both just like and both made mistakes here they both made mistakes it's Maybe we should just give them both empathy. Obviously, they're yeah. both very emotional, kind of uh, wild, insane people, talented but she crazy was, people. She, she was, he was crazy. Wait, no, she was crazier and something than him, and she was his queen. And God forbid he disrespect his queen. You know that meme, like yeah. the Joker. Yeah. That's the Joker and Harley Quinn vibes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All no, right. it's true. We don't, I don't think there's much left to say other than... That's the tea. That's the tea. 
let's move on to um the king coronation everybody moved everyone just kidding um nobody moved uh so basically king charles the third he was coronated he was crowned is coronated a word he was crowned at the coronation um and this is the first coronation in 70 years so it's kind of a big deal it's kind of been like a infamous ordeal because of his reputation like everyone hates him including me so um no one's like and camilla so like everyone's like upset about it like you know you know all the drama right kyle about um, and Diana and Charles and yeah, that. I I, I kind of know it. All so right, you I so don't... you know like so you know like King Charles's wife was Diana, right? Yes. Okay, so do you know who Camilla is? His that's the queen consort now. The queen consort is Camilla, who is oh okay. So basically, like he was cheating on Diana with Camilla for like years. And now, Cam- and now Camilla is queen consort. Okay, so, so, w- so she was the side chick, basically. I'm just gonna go ahead and say, I look at King Charles, I don't like him. He's scary. He's, he's I don't really like scary. him. He was very bad to Diana. Very bad to her. Like very like abusive. Like like emotionally. Like um, I said, like I said last episode, you could look at Steven Crowder and just tell he's an abuser. I feel like <laughs> you could kind of look at King Charles and be like, "This is not a good guy." He's I just not. Get- he's really not. And like, there's always like the belief that he'd never be king. You know what I mean? Like, like that was always like, like people thought it would go to like, um, like people thought he would die before he'd hmm. be king. And no one, he's he's not very popular. I mean, I think his popularity has gone up a bit. Like it might be like, I think it's like 62 or something, which isn't that bad actually. But a lot of people don't like him because of what he did to Diana. Um, I'm sure like, that's way Diana, lower than Elizabeth. Diana was, yeah. Diana was really suffering. Like she had eating disorder, like self-harm, like suicidal thoughts. And like um, was really mistreated by the royal family. Um and yeah like she just of course and like she was being cheated on like a mm. bunch by with him with camilla so she her life was very difficult like i mean like oh yeah you know she's like rich and stuff but like you know like she had a hard time um and of course she died tragically and there's the conspiracy theory that like the queen and charles did it and stuff mm. um and she died in a car crash but she died in a car crash through a tunnel and there is like and like people the people didn't get there in time to save her there's like there's like some like speculation that it was like an inside job i don't know about that but i mean i like to believe it um so i I mean i'm just a diana stan if you go to my apartment i just have like diana's memorabilia memorabilia around the house so um i'm not a charles fan and i'm not a camilla fan either it's you know i it's funny because uh um you know i saw that there was all these protests not mm. my king not my king not my king those <laughs> are the, so funny. Those are the, yeah like they were chanting like they were i don't know it, it, it does seem a little you know like i okay so i just did a quick google here 
and the the annual costs of the monarchy in the in the UK is 345 million pounds a year. Oh my god. Um so it's pretty expensive. Um that's a, that's yeah. a lot of money. It's ex- I could s- and it's like tradition, right? But like it's also yeah. like they aren't really contributing anything, but like they're just like eating up people's well money. Yeah. So but I'm going to ha- so I understand why people are protesting, but I you know, but I'm going to have It's a, a I, it's a my guilty pleasure, you know? Yeah, I I'm going to have a hot conservative take which is i think i i think i support the the existence of the monarchy in the uk and they should definitely i I only i only i only support it because it's like fun drama it's like rupaul's drag race for me they need to cut they need to cut the budget they need to cut the budget 345 million a year is way that's not bring it down to like ridiculous bring it down to like 100 million at most you can do it you can what what the heck are they spending that money on but you know like yeah it's, I, the, the, it's actually ridiculous. They're it's like a, that's a lot of parasites. money. They're basically parasites, but they're also like, I know like people in the UK, like they're so important to them. You know, like they're well, a source of cultural pride. Yeah. Well, tradition. The, the, well, absolutely. The thing is like, I think if you sit down and, and you know, do the math, 345 million pounds a year, but then you take into consideration the income generated from the the you know interest developed in the uk from this drama from the tourists who are coming the people who are reading british media you know i could easily see that the the existence of the monarchy is generating more than 345 million pounds it's possible it's possible. in revenue a year but it's hard I to do say understand it. though i understand like everyday people like being upset that like like this kind of antiquated tradition is like i mean even though it is bringing in money you know like i totally understand why it would upset people i think someone needs to sit down and try to do the math you know maybe yeah. probably someone has already did like how but much I, how much but money i do is get it, it though like in? there's still like symbols of like you know like the commonwealth right like they're still like it's still like very much tied to like imperialism yeah and oh that's true yeah you know, like there's some dark history with it. Um, it's not. It, mm. it, it's just. It feels antiquated. Like it really does. Like there's not a lot of monarchies around. Yeah, these days. I know. I just. It to me it seems. But uh, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong, Kyle. Though I, I find them very entertaining, and I know a ton about. I love the crown. Like I know a lot about the royal family. So like, and I enjoy like I enjoy it like I I I like buy into it. You know what I mean? So I enjoy their existence, but I also understand why people don't like it. I honestly feel like the UK, and I don't know how else to put this, is like not not trending very well in a lot of ways in terms of like their politics and economy and are. I feel like the UK is gradually becoming more and more irrelevant, and like even though this monarchy stuff is super cringe and super antiquated i honestly feel like they they have i feel like at this point if they got rid of the monarchy the uk would become like a pretty irrelevant country like culturally that's an that's an interesting point i mean i'm sure there's like a lot of like there's definitely like an art scene and stuff i'm sure like music scene yeah there is there is so there's that but like i get what you mean kyle it's like it's really like what makes them like that's what people think of when they think of the uk these days like in today 
2023. I'll put it this way. I think it's a very interesting and nuanced conversation. I could be convinced that it's worth abolishing it. I could be convinced it's worth keeping the monarchy. But I feel like when I see these protesters who are like fighting, you know, screaming, getting arrested because they they want because they're so anti-monarchy. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. Like, but there are so much worse problems the, that exist than the monarchy. <laughs> like maybe this, they're defending. Maybe they're trying to avenge Diana, though. That would be nice. That'd be nice. I just, that's I prob- guess, like that's probably part of it. Honestly, like people, like he's he actually sucks. Like Charles actually sucks. I look at the United States and I see, you know, protesting police brutality. I see protesting literally Republicans expelling Democratic politicians from their state legislature. Like I see like actual fascism on the rise in the United States. And then I look over at the UK and they're like screaming over the monarchy, which is like a very gray, debatable topic. And then I see them like, I don't know, like... tons of like anti-trans pro- propaganda in their media it just seems like a like a circus over there i mean i guess i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say it just i it feels like yeah, there's, there's bigger to- there's bigger topics that you know like it's, it's kind of i get yeah. it yeah i okay. mean obviously like we're not british so we don't really, we don't really know that much about this actually but... we are british we are because America is a former colony of the UK. Oh. So actually, maybe maybe we should be opposed to, to the, the monarchy. For... Yeah, we should be opposed. All right. Yeah. All right. No, so I... it's it's just like, it's definitely like, like, let's be real, right? Like this is, it's like kind of a gross abuse of money. Like just a little bit, just a little bit. Like, think about it. Like, like, have you seen like footage of like this coronation? Like, I don't know. It's just, a, it's like a little bit excessive, like. The amount of power they have, like, like wealth-wise, is kind of excessive, I think. But I still, like, I think they should just be taken down a peg, you know? I, I think that's a, I would love, that's our, that's our boring centrist compromise. Let's just bring them Yay. down a peg. Don't abolish well, them. I'm, I'm, like, selfish. Like, I just want the drama. I want the drama to continue. Cut their budget. Bring their approval rating down. Make them understand they serve the people. Per- you, you know? All right, that's all. That's I don't have anything else to say. I don't know very much Neither about do. the royal family, so I, I don't want to. <laughs> again, I feel like sometimes I'm just sticking my head. This into podcast is definitely this podcast is definitely us just like trying. Like we don't we just we talk about stuff we don't know about anything about sometimes, and it's it's kind of fun. But yeah, we're all just like having good fun. We're having a good time. We we support yeah. the we support the king. Yay. okay all right all right final topic final topic i would could i please take this one sophie because i am like of course of course this is meant for you this is meant for it's meant for meant for me what does that mean yeah it's it's this is your you god chose you to deliver this message you're like the prophet the king and the king of the uk and god decided i take it yeah all right so basically and this is a story that we've talked to we've talked about um repeatedly but it just keeps getting worse and literally i just went on elon musk's twitter and went to his replies and there's even more and more stuff continuing i can't even cover all of it but so i just want so i you know a few months ago early in our podcast when we were starting to cover the elon musk buying twitter elon musk tweeting alt-right statements i made like a, a half joke half serious saying like i wouldn't be surprised if 
in the near future we see Elon Musk tweet some like explicitly questionable like race science and explicitly <laughs> explicitly racist stuff, you know? So Elon Musk has now crossed the threshold where on Twitter he is explicitly endorsing and explicit explicitly like giving his seal of approval to very race very racist tweets. Just absurdly absurdly misleading statistics on like immigration and illegal immigration Elon Musk of course replying oh like oh that's so concerning uh you know these all these end woke end wokeness whatever twitter accounts there's like so many it's just like all day just browsing alt right twitter accounts all right here he is so there's this tweet from end wokeness i need to i need to block end wokeness cuz i'm so tired of it showing up in my for you by the way like i don't interact with like these kind of accounts and like they're all in my for you now like i keep seeing like literal like anti-semites in my for you yeah yeah exactly that's because of elon musk and i'm not and i'm not trying to say like i live in a like i get it like i'm not trying to like live in an echo chamber right but this is like blatant like bigotry like this is like mask off like anti-semitism racism uh transphobia like so i just don't want to see that stuff it's upsetting yeah so let me just give you there's there's a lot a lot of tweets here that he replied to that are like explicitly racist, but I'm just going to read two here. So one was end wokeness tweeted over 6.3 million illegal aliens entered the country since January, 2021. And then they said 33 States have a population below 6.3 million. So obviously it's supposed to give the impression that like massive just droves of illegal aliens are entering the country and like every year an entire state is replaced by illegal aliens and then Elon Musk replies wow just wow you know you know Elon Musk with the how the algorithm is is um determined obviously him just replying to something or even liking it just boosts it dramatically and he makes a ton of people see it the thing with this tweet is even if it's technically true that 6.3 million you know, undocumented citizens enter the country, you have to understand a lot of the undocumented people who come into the country, they also come in and they also leave. There's inflows and outflows. So on net, it could be a you know, much smaller number. And honestly, like we really need, um, we need more immigrants. It doesn't matter if they're citizens. I, I don't need to explain. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just creating this inaccurate perspective of like waves of, Americans being replaced by illegal aliens when that's just like mathematically not just happening. Like, just a classic like fascist like Yeah, it's not point. it's it's not a problem if it is happening frankly, but it's not happening. So it's like kind of like two layers of stupidity. And then the big one that I think is extru- the, the by far the most inflammatory here is this graphic of the title of the graph is Interracial violent crime incidents, two thousand eighteen. Oh God! And it shows that one was crazy. So it shows black on white crime, which is like way higher than like black on Hispanic crime or white on black crime or white on. So it's it's basically trying to give an impression here that like yeah. white people are overwhelmingly more victims of violent crime. That because because of minorities like going out of their way to attack white people, like that is very clearly the 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 implication of the graphic, and you know you have these like scary bars, and the the, the thing that drives me crazy about this is that this data is like so bad. like yeah like the the thing is is interracial violent crime 
is a very, very small percentage of overall violent crime. Okay? Right. So it's like you're kind of like... It's usually in, in like within like a group, right? Or yeah, exactly. Like actually. most violent crime against white people is perpetuated by Done other by white, white people. people most yeah. most crime against black people is perpetuated by other black people so it shouldn't be surprising you know like this that's is like a, you, but that's like that even beyond race like that's like i don't mean i mean maybe that's not just like, like basic men that's against just basic women, mathematics it's like, yeah it's just like basically like you understand if you're in the proximity to other people who are your race those are going to be you know and there's there happens to be crime in your area that's just like how things are going to play out so the thing is is like what we're seeing here in this graph is pretty much exactly what you would expect based on like yeah. simple statistics and like this is like deliberately like misinterpreted data to like serve an agenda yeah it's literally you're taking data and you're purposely trying to like slice and dice it to try to make it look as, like, if you're sharing this, you don't actually care about violent crime. You're just scared of people who aren't white, you know? We've got two tweets in a row that are pushing a narrative that white people are under siege by non-white people. That's basically what we have. We have, we have immigrants are flowing in, followed by immigrants are attacking white people. Those are the two tweets in a row. Both of them extremely manipulated. Didn't if he, you, isn't, is he not an immigrant? He is an immigrant. That's the crazy. Well, the thing it's he's a white immigrant. The, the, this is like That's about true. non-white he's immigrant. Also, you know? He's also from South Africa, which is like proves that yeah, like, it's it a racist go, country. It, it just makes it e- it just makes it even more like apparent. Yeah, what's going I actually, on here? Yeah, I actually looked at the statistics here. So, violent crime perpetuated against white people. If you just look at this graph and you don't know anything about statistics, you're gonna think that like. 90% of violent crime perpetuated against white people comes from black people. That's what you're going to think if you look at this graph. But if you look at the statistics, 15%, so out of all violent crime perpetuated against white people, 15% of the people perpetuating that crime are black people, which is exactly what you'd expect given that black people are, are 13% of the population. So you've got like only a 2% difference, which is easily explained by socioeconomic factors. So like literally, if you if you just take a real holistic look at it, it's like the data overwhelmingly is like not saying there's any sort of, you know, white people are victims of crime from non-white people. Like that's like- This is the, also the, like, the, not only that, but this is like just 2018. This is just like one year. Yeah, exactly. It's- it drives the me scale is nuts. Like, the scale is like manipulated, like to to create disinformation. Like this is disinformation. Not this is disinformation, and this racist graph that Elon Musk replied to has one hundred and forty one thousand so, likes. That's terrifying. Like, and yeah. I know that's that's like a dog whistle. Like the percent, yeah. like people, like that's a, literally a fascist dog whistle when people like say like the like there's like there's dog whistles about like the percent of like crime on like like black on white crime like stuff like that like this is like these yeah. are the talking points of like literal white supremacists it's absolutely mind-boggling why if you were going to have a conversation about violent crime would you specifically look only at interracial violent crime and then look at absolute numbers of course there's going to be more you know like, a larger Elon's amount of supposed to be smart he's like an inventor you know like yes he's supposed to, like dude come on like it's so it drives me you're crazy doing. i can't believe how i just this is a i can't believe how racist this is it drives me bro absolutely literally nuts. from bro literally like grew up in africa and here's the thing this is but the he's thing that's south, i mean it's south africa and he's like this white, is the and thing that drives me crazy like, mines and shit, yeah is that 
the algorithm right now is rigged to amplify the voices of people with the blue check marks, okay? People like you and me and most people who can look at this and just see transparently how it's manipulating statistics to push a racist agenda, we're not going to want to buy that blue check mark because we don't want to give money to Elon Musk for being explicitly racist. It's so clear what he's doing. He's making it and then, like he's silencing like people. Yeah. And then people who like this racism are more likely to buy a blue check. So you have effectively created a website where systematically over time, more and more racists are going to buy blue check marks, which is going to encourage more racists to buy, buy blue check marks, which is going to discourage non-racists to buy blue check marks. It's just going to be a cycle where it becomes a, a website where the racist voices are louder and the, the voices of people who aren't racist are quieter. And it's like, what do I do? Do I buy do I buy a blue check mark so my voice can be louder so I can counteract the racist voices? I don't want to do that because if I do, just, I'm gonna have a blue check mark next to my name telling people I'm a racist when has. I'm not. Like for someone who calls like Twitter like a global forum of discussion and like democracy, blah blah blah. Like someone who like painted Twitter as as like that's what his vision was. He's has a gross amount of power and he's using that power to to completely rig the system and like silence like people it's really disgusting like it's it 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 used to be a forum for discussion you know what i mean like yes there are problems but it used to be that and now he's turned it into this like completely like messed up he ruined the app it's so sad he ruined it he really ruined it i am so disgusted by this I am so disgusted by it because this is obviously this is a narrative that has gone on in the United the history of the United States since its origins, you know, where mm-hmm. white people are under siege of, by non-whites and they're they're violent and you, we need to protect ourselves. This is like this is like the the original sin of the United States, slavery. And I really think this this racist this racial racial politics of trying to get white people scared of non-white people is like the origin of so much of the worst of the United States of the yeah. why we have so much violence, why we get engaged in so many wars that are pointless, why we're so unequal, why we have such a horrible welfare state. It is just sickening the amount of damage that this does and the fact that now Elon Musk has turned Twitter into a platform to perpetuate that cycle is so hypocritical of everything Elon Musk said he was going to stand for. It's so yeah. mind-boggling how destructive it is. And at this point, you know, I think it's a little ridiculous to try to find a Twitter alternative because of how ingrained Twitter is into our culture. But at this point, I'm like, man, maybe we really do need a, a Twitter alternative. This is, I don't want to do this website anymore. Hit us up with that blue sky invite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, we said it, we said it, we called it. You know, we said Elon Musk is going to slowly go mask off and he has gone mask off at, even though he's losing advertisers for it. You know, he, he thinks he, he, he thinks this racism, he, he thinks it's worth he thinks spreading racism is so important. He's willing to lose money to do it. That is who Elon Musk is. Ugh, it's so gross. Yeah. So anyways, somehow Instagram is somehow better than Twitter. <laughs> It's true. I'm, it's true. I'm an Instagram stan. Slay. Yeah. So, Alrighty. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Anything else? No. 
I think I think we this was an interesting episode. I feel like we covered a lot. The reoccurring theme being bigotry. <laughs> it's everywhere. So yeah. You know who um, has a blue check mark? Who? Taylor Swift. <laughs> Not because of the million fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, she her, her she description here. Just kidding. Her description here is the very uh, you know, cliche line. I'm the problem. It's me. So I think Taylor Swift is telling her she's uh. She's telling on herself. She's telling <laughs> okay. on herself. All right. She's telling on herself. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. This has been Base News Network. Bye. Bye.